0: Walks, thoughts. Walks, thoughts. This is a podcast about walking, to find things that inspire you, to give yourself time to think. This is a podcast about walking, to find your own thoughts, to inspire your own creativity. My message to my listeners is to keep walking, to keep thinking. Use this time to work on yourself. Join me to hear my discussions about what I'm thinking about while I'm walking. My mission with this podcast is to inspire creativity among my listeners to make them feel more positive and to find things that they can take away with to apply in their own lives. This is Walks and Thoughts Podcast. Welcome, dear listeners. Thank you for listening to Walks and Thoughts Podcast. I am your host, Mary Hunt. You are listening to episode five of season two. I cannot believe we are on the penultimate episode of season two. I hope you're feeling creative my dear listener. Today we're going to be talking about language. Before we get into the show I will talk about my initial observations and thoughts whilst walking. I feel like I'm continuously asking myself how I can be a better person. I don't know if you dear listener have any suggestions But for me, the only way that I feel I can help others is by contributing to funds. I try to give some money to causes that I feel are worthwhile. I've also made contributions to food banks. When I give to charities, I try to give to causes that I'm specifically interested in. And they also might be a little bit different and maybe unheard of. So, they don't get the full publicity. There are so many fantastic charities in this world, but it is the lesser known charities which sometimes don't get the attention and can fall by the wayside. An example of this would be the Jane Austen House. If you are not already aware, dear listener, I'm a huge Jane Austen fan. I love her books so much. But you can visit her house in Winchester in the UK where she lived, and I really want to go. Uh, but anyway I tried I decided to contribute to them just a few pounds as I feel whilst it is important to support charities who save lives we must not forget other charities and funds and trusts that still have a role to play we must not lose our heritage let's get into the episode so in the usual style I'm going to talk about what we mean by the word language When I say language, I mean the structure of communication, notably human communication. I know that there are are many different languages in our world and each language has different dialects, different words. But when we say that language is a structure, that means that we have to set the correct structure up or what we want to convey might not be communicated in the way that it was intended and there is scope for it to be misinterpreted by the receiver when we say the word language my dear listener um bear in mind that you need to build up what you intend to say because you're creating that structure and you need to build it up correctly in order to communicate well communication is what i'm focusing on for season two When we use the word language, we may tend to think of other languages. However, you do not need to be bilingual for this episode. I feel that our language is really important in terms of our choice of words and how we set up the grammar within our sentences. How we do all of this relates to how we come across to others. There are other elements that play a factor in how our language is received and understood, such as words, then your initial phrases. Also, our emotions when we're conveying that language. Otherwise, it might come across a little bit oddly. Also, there's what you don't mention. That's always gonna be questioned as well. And also, when you're communicating with your language, you need to acknowledge other things as well within your language. are words. Words can encourage anger or passion. They can bring people together or tear them apart. Words can uphold the truth or nurture a lie. We use words to explain our history, to describe the natural environment, and even to create realistic visions of things that don't exist in our world. Think of what fantasy writers are able to create just by writing about fictional universes. You also have to remember that you can speak the same language as another person, but use different words to what they would use. As a British person, I get confused with a lot of American English words. This can be the word lift. Americans would say elevator. They say trash or garbage. Um, for what we would say is rubbish. I say flat, they say apartment. This can happen as well in different parts of the UK, depending on where you're from. We have different words for different things and it can get extremely perplexing. Our phrases. I think phrasing is also important Everyone has those phrases that they like to use a lot, including myself. This can be done consciously or unconsciously. The way a topic is phrased makes a huge difference in how things are received. I also find it interesting as there are so many cultural phrases unique to specific languages as they do not exist in another language. So it's the cultural aspect which I really, really like. Another thing is that some phrases cannot be taken literally. For example, in English, the phrase, I am feeling under the weather, does not literally mean that the weather is towering over you. It just means that you're feeling unwell. Our emotions. Your emotions also play a role in how your language is received. Be mindful of how emotions can affect the language that you are using. When you feel a strong emotion, pay attention to that emotion and try not to let it get in the way of the message you want to convey. This applies to both positive and negative emotions. For example, if you speak about a topic that you are passionate about, that can be great, as you can talk about that topic with ease but you might end up speaking too quickly, or just not using the appropriate language for that setting. Not necessarily offensive language, I must add. Similarly, if you talk about something that makes you angry, you might come off as more aggressive without intending to. When you have a good understanding of your own feelings, you will notice these emotions and try not to let them get in the way of your communication. What you don't say. Always remember if you don't use certain words or phrases this can affect your language. Try this little exercise for yourself. Try to avoid the use of a certain word when talking about any topic. Now that can affect your fluency of your language because you might be scrambling around in your mind for an alternative word. It is quite difficult The need for acknowledgement. When you communicate with others, you must acknowledge what they have said to ensure that they know that you've received their words and and that you're not just talking on autopilot. People like to know that they've been heard. This can take a number of different forms. You can ask the other person questions about what they've just said, or even acknowledge words literally by saying, I hear you, I understand but use language that makes them feel included in the conversation. So I haven't done so much on literature this season, but I've been looking at some of George Orwell's words on language, because he is another of my favourite authors, just like Jane Austen. So I've taken a couple of his quotes and And I'm going to speak out my reflections on them for you to ponder, dear listener. To write or even speak English is not a science, but an art. There are no reliable words. Whoever writes English is involved in a struggle that never lets up, even for a sentence. He is struggling against vagueness, against obscurity, against the lure of the decorative adjective against the encroachment of Latin and Greek and above all against the worn out phrases and dead metaphors with which the language is cluttered up. So George Orwell is a genius and a man very ahead of his time. I think from this what we can take is, what he means is we construct a sentence and we know what we mean, but others may not. So it can come across as vague. I think many politicians across the world can be guilty of this, whether or not they intended to be vague. The challenge here is to think to ourselves before we speak. We must be direct. Orwell never liked to unnecessarily use long words when he could use a short one. He also did not see the point in using two words when one was sufficient. I think another reason why I love his book so much is that he uses simple words and phrases and the quality is in the content of his ideas themselves and you never get lost in trying to understand his points of his novels. My takeaway from this is to declutter your language, dear listener. Don't use words or phrases that you do not need to use. The great enemy of clear language is insincerity. When there is a gap between one's real and one's declared aims, one turns, as it were, instinctively to long words and exhausted idioms, like a cuttlefish squirting out ink. So for me, this sounds like many claims which are made against politicians of not being clear, and they do this deliberately. However, I think that this is something we can all relate to. Often we think we sound more impressive if we use long words and flowery phrases, but does this tell our listeners anything of value? For me, this quote is saying, That if we want to be genuine in our feelings and communication, then we need to speak as directly and to the point as possible. So our listener will conclude that we are being sincere and not false about the message that we want to deliver. Final thoughts. So my final thoughts segment is going to be a takeaway for you, my dear listeners. So language is important because it's our mode of communication. It reveals our true personality and language is unique to you. Language is our initial social contact. Language enables culture to spread. You must remember that language is a huge part of a different culture. And language allows you to convey your ideas. Listener, I also want you to be mindful of the language that you use. Think about how it might be perceived by others. Use words of kindness wherever you can. Thank you for listening to Walks and Thoughts podcast. Hope you've enjoyed it. I'm your host, Mary Hunt. Next week, we will be on the final episode of season two. It's going to be a bit of a surprise, so tune in if you want to know what it's about. Follow me on Twitter at MaryHunt79905338. Please message me if you have any suggestions for shows or you would like to discuss anything that I have talked about. Check out my blog which can be found in the show notes. Stay safe everyone keep pursuing your own creativity and walking to find these thoughts.